Ladies, have you been led astray? Did you diddle where maybe you shouldn't have dabbled? Have you been unfaithful to your husband, wife, partner, main squeeze? Well, there's a judgment-free podcast just for you. Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, hosted by Rebecca Adams, tells the stories of these women from their perspective, anonymously and without judgment. I met the first man I had an emotional affair with online. He was far away, but he provided me with all of the emotional validation that my marriage was lacking. The first time we talked, he showed an interest in me as a person. It was refreshing. If you need to come clean, get it off your chest, confess your sins with no Hail Marys required, then Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is the podcast for you. And remember, it's completely anonymous and judgment-free. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe today. What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome to the show this week, everybody. This week's pretty interesting. And before I tell you about it, be sure to like, fave, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. And if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform of choice, also make sure to subscribe there. And if they have the ability, give us five stars. It helps more than you know. A funny thing happened uh, after I recorded this episode. But before I recorded this intro, I got banned from TikTok. I got banned from TikTok. And so if you did not know that, uh, but you subscribed because you were originally following me on TikTok, you're going to have to follow my new account. It's at Come On Man Pod. That's at Come On Man Pod now. And I'm going to put links in the description. All right. All that nonsense out of the way. Dr. Richard Blaine joined me this week. He's a family physician out of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. He's a fellow 3% brother. And he reached out to me after he heard my interview with uh, Christian Green, the uh, sex therapist out of Gackle, North North, uh, Dakota, I believe. And he wanted to add some more information to that. So we talked about all sorts of things from female body, uh, sexuality, you know, how they're actually built for pleasure. We talk about, you know, female anatomy basics. We talk about foreplay. We talk about oral sex techniques. We talk about female orgasms and all sorts of great stuff. And I will bring you all of that right after this. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. 
Don't smell like a little bitch. All right, guys. This week I have Dr. Richard Blaine. He's a family physician in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and a fellow 3% brother. He's here to up our game in the bedroom with a lesson on female anatomy and some tips that will help you blow her mind. How's it going today, Dr. Blaine? Yeah, good to be with you, Paul. It's good to have you. Hey, I have a question. Um, do I have to call you doctor? Is it like Dr. Evil? <laughs> like you, you didn't spend eight years in evil medical school to be called Mr. Call me, call me Rick. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm just, I'm curious about that. I dated a, I dated a gal. She was a, she's one of the office administrators for this, uh, the surgeon's practice. And, you know, they, they have to, at that practice, they have to tiptoe around all the doctors and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not pretentious like that. People no. just call me Rick. It's cool. Okay. I was, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. I don't talk to a lot of doctors in my field. I work in IT typically. So I am curious though. Like, so you reached out to me, but I wanted to know how did you discover the Come On Man podcast? Yeah. And also, you know, the 3% three, 3 right. Man, the, the Corey Wayne's book. Well, you introduced me to it. You know, I, um, I'm divorced. I came out of an abusive uh, marriage uh, in 2018 and then was in some relationships, but just, um, I don't know. I missed out on dating. Like I got married young and then, you know, I was married for 22 years and then was getting back in the dating world and just, you know, didn't know what I was doing basically. Um, and so I, I was on TikTok and I came across you and I love your content and then heard about 3% man. I read, I've read it and listened to it a few times and, some of the other content uh, or books that you've recommended, like um, one that was really transformational for me was uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy mm -hmm. by uh, Dr. Robert Glover. Yeah. Um, just, you know, that, that whole raised in the nice guy syndrome kind of a thing. So those things just really helped change my whole mindset. And it's, it's, I've already seen a lot of benefits from it. So I, I'm glad I can be on here to thank you in person. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, how old were you when you got married? Just curious. 23. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was, uh, I was 20 when I got married. Oh, wow. I wasn't yeah. even old enough to buy beer yet. And I, I rushed, I rushed <laughs> right. into marriage. I was married for, for, uh, 14 years. Yeah. And, um, I was the kind of person that if she didn't file for divorce, I would have suffered for the rest of my life because yeah. I would have never given up. Never. I, cause my, my parents, they're still together begrudgingly, <laughs> my, both, both sets of grandparents, they, they, you know, they never got divorced or anything like that. So I was one of those people that of the mindset that, you know, you make those vows it's, you know, through sickness and health better or worse. Like I was cool just sleeping on the couch, you know, like <laughs> I've been there, man. And, uh, yeah, I didn't plan a course, you know, but he gets married, plan to get divorced and Sure. I was in a very conservative, raised a very conservative, uh, you know, I didn't date much until I got married. And then um, things changed a lot. She, I mean, I, unfortunately, I mean, I wish sure. her the best, but she, you know, had some abusive stuff, even, even got physical. And I just had to say, finally, this is, I can't, but I was like you, I, we had kids, you know, I'm trying to make this work and finally had to say, can't do this anymore. But yeah, um, you know, uh, I, I, don't wish divorce on anybody, but sometimes it is what needs to happen. Sure. Here I am now out in the dating world at 48. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, what, you know, it's interesting too. If you read, uh, so Dr. Glover's book, you mentioned mm -hmm. no more Mr. Nice guy. He also yep. wrote dating essentials for men. Uh, his journey is very similar to ours. He was, yeah. he, he got married twice and both of those failed. And then it was like in his mid to late forties when he started really testing this stuff out. And as a, as a doctor himself, he went yeah. into it scientifically. He's like, I'm going to test to see what works and what doesn't and ha like have hypothesis and, you know, all that scientific theory stuff. And that's how, that's why I love his approach. Yeah. And it is amazing when you get out there and start testing it out and, and seeing it actually work. Like, wow, this, this really people does. have tested this out. Yeah, it really works. Absolutely. Uh, so you can't explain the rules, but hey, <laughs> you still got to play by them. <laughs> Some of it is so counterintuitive. Like yes. when I first oh, started... man, I was doing, my instincts were telling me all the wrong things to do for, for years. So yeah. Well, we're all raised by Hollywood, essentially. 
So, so you reached out after my uh, episode with, with Christian Green, the uh, self-proclaimed guru of pleasuring women, and, and you had some, you had some professional beef. Yes, well, beef <laughs> no, I mean, it wasn't bad. I no, I mean, he had some good things to share, but I thought there was a lot more detail that maybe um, we could go into because, um, you know, I've, I've learned a lot. I mean, in medical school, of course, the lecture I probably paid attention to the most was on female anatomy. <laughs> but, <My man. laughs> but uh, even there, you don't learn, I mean, about female orgasms and, and how a woman's pleasure works. And, uh, you know, so much of the culture is focused, I think, on male pleasure and the male orgasm. And, and I think we're missing out on a tremendous amount of, you know, opportunity for women. And um, I mean, that's part of being a 3% man too. I mean, I've, I've done things in the bedroom and had women tell me things like, oh my God, I've never had an orgasm like that or what what did what the fuck did you just do or you know <laughs> you're a magician i mean i've had i've been called the clit master i mean i've been called <laughs> whoa doctor <laughs> so... clit master that's right call me doctor <laughs> that's awesome uh, so you know yeah. when you learn some stuff because a lot of men don't pay it don't don't take the effort to do it and so there's a mindset so the book actually that i recommend everybody read is called She Comes First by uh, Ian Kerner. And it is, you know, a, a whole section, a, a whole book on the technique of how to pleasure a woman. And it's that mentality of um, her orgasm first, you know, she comes first as in her pleasure first, make that your priority. Mm. So if that's your mindset going into the bedroom, making her pleasure your priority, good things are gonna happen. I mean, I've had, you know, if, if you please her, she is going to turn around and want to please you. Sure. So if you make her pleasure, the priority, and then also just because of the way men and women are built, if, if you make her having an orgasm first, when you're in the bedroom together, a priority, you're going to get yours. You know, um, it's, it doesn't always work the same way the other way around. And so uh, this book was super helpful and, you know, we can get into some of the details but if you have that mindset of just, you're gonna make sure she's pleasured, um, I guarantee it's gonna be a good experience all the way around. And you know, I've had women say to me, boy, nobody ever prioritized my pleasure. You know, it was usually all about him or she didn't, he didn't even care if I came or had an orgasm or, or women say I had to fake it because you know, I needed to just needed this to end. I mean, that's just a tragedy to me. <laughs> like it is a tragedy. I don't know if, if women realize this, but if they're faking it, like we think we're doing a good job. We have no idea. Like if they're not communicating right. that, uh, Hey, you need to do this. You need to touch me here. You need to do this. And they're just like moaning and groaning, like just to get it over with, we think yeah. we're doing a good job and like we're actually failing. It's it. That's the real tragedy is a lack of communication. I think sometimes. that's a great point that you want to create an environment where you're free to talk about this. Like, Hey, what do you like? What, what feels good, you know, and, and, and have that be the mentality also. Um, yeah. Making sure that, that she's prioritized and uh, being open to, to talking about it, what you're comfortable with, what you're not. That's a, that's a really important point is the communication. Sure. Yeah. You know, actually uh, just uh, a little inside baseball, but the reason why I had that, uh, that episode with, uh, with Christian Green before was because I was dating a gal at the time who mm -hmm. she was one of those gals and we could talk about a little bit later, but uh, she's one of those gals, you know, like in the 10 to 15% range that says that she's never had an orgasm like her whole yeah. life. And so when I was dating her, I was like, well, well, how do you get yourself off? Like, what do you do? And she's yep. like, I just don't, I don't do that. And I'm like, what? Right. I was like, well, if you don't know how to pleasure you, like, how am I supposed to figure this out? And I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to make it my mission. We're going to figure this out. We, we tried all sorts of different toys and stuff. We finally found a toy that would work. Okay. And, yeah. and, and so I introduced a, this toy one, one time and I got her off with it and she was like, holy shit. <laughs> she was like no one's ever done that for me good for you man and then after i used the toy 
you know, we got rid of the toy and, you know, went to work and then she, she had more orgasms after that. So like after she had that first orgasm, it was just like, boom, 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 you know, but it was just getting her into a certain comfort zone. Cause I think a lot of women too are in their head a lot, but that's true. Um, and, and many have just had bad experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. One more thing about the approach and the mindset is slow. Yeah. Take it slow. Don't rush. I mean, that's another thing about, I mean, talk about the differences between men and women. Women just take a longer time to get to that state of physical arousal. And we'll talk about some of the technique to get her there, but it's not going to happen. I mean, you know, as guys, it, I mean, it's like a breath of wind or, you know, it's just like you get an <laughs> erection from looking at a woman, you know, I mean, for, but it's not the same for a woman. It's going to take her time. And I, I've had women say, oh, gosh, you know, I'd have partners who told me, hurry up or let's, you know, what's taking so long? Yeah. Like, that's the quickest way to kill the mood is to get her feeling that's like shocking a, to me. Yeah, I know. Or not even saying it, but making her feel as though, oh, God, how long is it going to take? Like, no, that is the exact wrong approach. If you um, let her know that you are enjoying this, you know, this is fun for you. Um, and we'll, I mean, we're going to talk about oral sex because that's probably the best way to at least get a woman to that first state of arousal that, you know, she's a lot of women are self-conscious even about, you know, their, their own vagina or maybe their, their cleanliness or their odor or whatever. And if you're, you're giving her that sense that, Oh no, this is great. I'm loving this. I'm enjoying this. Mm -hmm. Um, and the book talks about that. Uh, that will get her to a place of feeling safe to be able to just enjoy and relax. Cause you got to relax. I mean, women need to just be able to relax. And, and we talk about opening up, you know, in lots of different ways, metaphorically, but like really uh, yeah. opening up a woman. And so that's, if, as long as you're letting her know you're enjoying this, that helps a ton. Yeah. So going back to, it takes a lot to, get a woman aroused. Um, how many, how many times have you read how to be a 3% man? Just curious. Uh, let's see. I've read through it three times. And I've listened to it twice. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's a decent amount. It's probably more than most people that watch the TikTok videos. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the things that I think it took me like my 10th or 11th, like pass through that book was uh, Corey has a whole section on two steps forward, one step back. Uh-huh. Right. And a lot of that, what I initially thought when I was first reading it, you know, like the first five or six times I read that book was that it was a lot of it was about breaking down uh, women's barriers to get them to have sex. But if you read it mm-hmm. and like really pay attention to that section, he talks about it not just as a way to break down her barriers, but also it gets her in the mood. So he talks about using two steps forward, one step back in his book as a way to just get her in the mood in the first place. Like you should always be doing that. Agreed. Yeah. And we'll, when we talk about foreplay, it's not just physical foreplay. It's that getting her attracted to you, which is all the 3% stuff and displaying, you know, that kind of push pull, but also displaying strength and confidence. I mean, that's what gets a woman turned on. She's around a guy who's confident in himself and strong. So if you can do something that displays your your talent or your strength, you know, it might be that you know how to mix a drink or you know how to cook a meal or you do that for her. And then if something screws up, you don't freak out. You just, okay, that's cool, you know, and and that, that display of that confidence gets her turned on. I mean, you know, that women say stuff like, gosh, my panties are getting wet because of what you're doing, you know, and you haven't even touched her yet. Mm-hmm. So um, that kind of foreplay, you know, where you're getting her attracted to you. And then, but, you know, I really want to focus on, you know, what, what you do once you get her to that point and you're in the bedroom. Um, sure, sure. And yeah, we'll get to that in just one second. I just want to go back yeah. uh, to uh, Dr. Glover's book, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, uh-huh. Cause I, I talked about, and I want to get your take on this. Um, mm-hmm. But I was talking to, uh, to, to Christian Green about it. And one of the things that I was shocked by when I first read that book, this, and that book was the first like red pill manosphere type book I, I read, but uh-huh. 
in that book, he basically says that it's up to each person in the bedroom to make sure they're getting their needs met and basically not worry about her, like focus on your own stuff. And, and yeah. Atomic Attraction basically says the same thing. And I, w- I was shocked by that because I've always like the, what we had or what you had said before, it's easy for guys to get off. Like, it's so easy for us. It's it it's to me, I've always been the guy that's like, let's try to get her off first because I'm going to yeah. get mine anyway. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with uh, with those books on that because yeah, some women, like you said, many women have never experienced orgasm or, or not many, but you know that there is a percentage or some that only have experienced it in a minimal way um, are just going to give up and not think about their needs, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I think you miss out on an incredible opportunity. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but if I've given a woman a great orgasm, I feel great about myself. You know, yeah. you, you feel like a, a man, you know, you just gave this woman a great time and um, you're going to get yours. I mean, I really have had that experience where if you give a woman great pleasure, she turns around and says, okay, now what can I do for you? I mean, if, and if you're in a relationship where that's not happening, you might need to rethink what's happening there. You, you, I mean, I agree with the concept of you need to be clear to the woman about, hey, this is what I want or this is what my needs are. And maybe I think what uh, Dr. Glover is getting at and No More Mr. Nice Guy is, you know, that mentality of a guy who kind of knows what he wants, but doesn't want to say it. And then you feel like a victim and you get in this this silly loop where you know, and I think, I mean, honestly, this happened in my marriage sometimes where, uh, you know, you, you, you don't want to say what you need because you might not get it. I mean, you got to throw that out of the window and you got to just say, hey, this is what I want. And if you're both telling each other what you want, that it's going to go well, I think. Yeah, for sure. I, I had a conversation with uh, one of the guys on the 3% Man Facebook group about that, that very portion of the book and they were they broke it down in a way that i I thought made a lot of sense and it it is that a lot of nice guys guys with nice guy syndrome are people Mm -hmm. pleasers so they are going out of their way to try to make their woman happy at the expense of their own pleasure of themselves and so so what so what dr glover is trying to do is hey focus on your own pleasure a little bit don't forget about yourself. Yeah, no, I think if you're doing that for a woman and then she's not turning around and, and giving you reciprocal in return, you, you need to do something about that. And I think there is something to um, that women enjoy when a guy takes control in the bedroom, you know, mm-hmm. and says, here's what we're doing, but make that about her, like say, you know, and, and I, you know, I've, I've started to go down on woman and, and she said no 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 you know I, I i don't and like no this is what i'm doing and then had to say just relax i'm i'm in charge here and you're gonna have a great time i think women love that and you know some women are even into more you know extreme versions of that like bondage and stuff but i've dated uh, a few <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's something about the guy taking control and you know as long as you get mutual consent great um and there's something exciting about that I actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, I, since my marriage ended, I've dated tons of women and all of them like to be dominated in some way. Now, and I'm not talking about like, you know, 50 shades of gray, but they like to have their hair tugged on a little bit. They like to have their Mm -hmm. head, their hands pinned. Uh, and then there's some women that like, like to be tied up and, you know, whipped and shit, but, uh, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really into that, but but they all yeah, like right. a little bit of dominance I've, I've found. Yes. Yep. So and especially once oh, yeah. they really get aroused, then all bets are off. You can pretty much <laughs> ask them <laughs> say, okay, now do what you want, you know, yeah, whatever you want. Um, one of the things that uh, I talked to Christian Greener a little bit about, but I don't think we touched on it or we didn't really expand on it was uh, the female body. And mm-hmm. um you know, their anatomy and, you know, and how they're, they're basically built for pleasure. Like they have an organ or an organ in in their body, the clitoris, Mm -hmm. its sole purpose is for, for pleasure. That's its only job. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so it's interesting when you think about the difference, like with men, you know, 
it, orgasm and ejaculation is, is actually tied to reproduction. And so if you think about it from an evolutionary standpoint, like that's why our species is still around, right? Because <laughs> we're, we're looking to ejaculate in a woman's vagina. You know? Right. And that's how we reproduce. Because uh, it feels so damn good. But uh, for women, I mean, an orgasm is just simply for pleasure. It does nothing for reproduction. It's not, it doesn't serve any purpose other than having them feel good. And what's also amazing about women is they can have multiple orgasms. They can have different types of orgasms. Um, you know, the clitoris, the head of the clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings, which is twice as many as on the head of the penis and in a much smaller area. So it's really packed in there. And that's why a woman's orgasm can just be so intense because of the way she's designed. And so, um, you know, women are pleasure machines. And I've had many experiences of, you know, women having multiple orgasms and man, it just feels great. And, you know, you can just keep it going. Yeah. Um, so in the 3% man book, Corey Wayne talks about your list of wants and don't wants in a, in a woman. And uh, Dr. Yeah. Glover has that too in his uh, Dating Essentials for Men book. Yeah. But it's funny because like I've had experiences with women that easily orgasm. Yeah, same. And I've had experiences with women that it's like crazy difficult. So on my wants mm -hmm. list, it's I want a woman that orgasms easily because my job's easier for one. But two, like it's, right. it's just way more, it's just way more fun. It's just fun. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you feel for those who, who struggle and if you want to make it your mission, like you did with that one woman who had never, I mean, that's great yeah. to, to help her, you know, come along, you know, great. Uh, but I agree. I, and I've been with women who is like, it's so easy. Um, some women, it's something like 20 to 25% can orgasm um, from penetration only but it's only that percentage. Most need other stimulation to mm -hmm. get there. Yeah. And so, but yeah, when you were with a woman like that, man, <laughs> you feel like a, like just a master because like, right. it's just so easy. Yeah. Run out and get a big fluffy hat and a feathery boa and walk around like a pimp. Right. <laughs> so it and it's is like, it's, it is like, it's, you're not doing anything special. It's just, it's her. It's not you, buddy. It's yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't, don't, uh, don't think it's all you don't get all, uh, don't get a big head over it. No pun intended. So, uh, but going back to like female anatomy though. Um, so one of the things I, I, I found fascinating with in, in my research, uh, before my episode with, uh, with Christian green was I found this YouTube video and there's a link in that video. I'm not going to post it again in the show notes in this one. It's just too much work, but yeah. Um, so go back and listen to that episode and, and check out this video, but there's this YouTube video of this lady, uh, at some kind of, I don't know, some kind of trade convention. Uh, it must've been like, uh, either for sex therapy or something, but the, the, the lady had like a, basically a vagina puppet and she was explaining to a woman, like how the clitoris works and right. how the G spot works and why a lot of women don't experience orgasm because of like, you know, just the angle's not right when it comes to like penetration. Right. And, um, and she was talking about how the G spot is basically just an extension of the clitoris that goes on the inside of the vagina. That is that that's, that, you're that's a doctor. true. Okay. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. So when you talk about just kind of an anatomy lesson here, um, we talk about the, the vagina, the, 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 the vulva is the, just that whole area. So you've got the outer lips, which are not as sensitive. And then the inner lips, which kind of come up. So if you're thinking of it like North and South, South being the area, you know, more toward the anus and mm -hmm. the North being the top, the inner lips come up and, and then create that hood that sits over the clitoris. And the, the, the clitoris, of course, is the most sensitive part. But when you first, you can't go straight there. So that's the part that actually engorges. Like women actually get a little bit of an erection when they're aroused. And the, clitoris, the head of the clitoris comes out from under that hood. And there's different shapes and sizes with women too, as you've experienced. But 
um, once it's erect, that's when it really feels good to stimulate. And then the hood itself rubbing against the, the head of the clitoris feels good. And then the, the inner lips, the labia also feels great to be stimulated. So that's why penetration does work for a lot of women because you're still getting often some rubbing of that hood on the clitoris. But yes, the, the, the nerve bundle extends inside and then the anterior wall. So the wall, like if a woman's lying on her back, the part of the vagina that's facing straight up, like the, the anterior wall of the vagina, that's where the G spot is located. And if you're using manual stimulation, then insert fingers, which is part of the technique I'm, I reckon that the book she comes first recommends, and we'll talk about that. Um, so envision, right? She's lying on her back. You've, you've inserted your like palm up two fingers and just press up with your fingers. There's like a spongy bulb of tissue there. And that's what is referred to as the G spot. Mm -hmm. And that's a really sensitive area. So once you're, you know, once she's stimulated and that's why penetration often will you know bring a woman to orgasm because you're stimulating that area but um you can do it manually as well and if we can get into the technique that's recommended in this book and kind of go through it i mean it goes through in very specific detail but i can kind of talk about how it all works yeah i, I want to hear about that uh i do want to say though <laughs> Years ago, like right after high school, I think I was uh, on on leave from the Navy. I was visiting my brother and he had he had this visit, this video. And it wasn't it was a. It was like these porn stars explaining to men like how to get women off. OK. And this lady was explaining the G spot and the way she described it was uh, if you reach into your mouth on the roof of your mouth, like to the back of it, there's that soft spot. Right. Yep she's like, that's how, that's where the G spot is on a vagina. Like it feels just like that. So guys, if you've reached the back of your mouth and, and find that soft spot in the back of your throat and press up that's on a, it. That's <laughs> a great, no, that's a great description. Cause if you're, if you go in, you, there's like kind of ridgy tissue on that top part and it's the exact same, the top area, then you get past it to a little bit of a soft area. That, that is the area where you get all these nerves that are connected to the clitoris, but they've come sort of down and inside. And yes, that's a, that's where, uh, you can really, uh, stimulate her to feel good. I've never forgotten that. Like just, I that's remember a great, watching that that's going, a great description. I haven't seen, heard that before. I'm all the, all the guys, all the people <laughs> listening now are going to be reaching the yeah, people exactly. driving down the road. Don't choke yourself. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was yeah. Some, something I always uh, remembered. And also I feel like that's a, a reason why a lot of women I've found personally, a lot of women can only orgasm if they're on top and they don't like the, you know, the up and down movement. They like the grinding movement. More the because, grinding. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're getting pressure to that anterior wall. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess we could talk about this now. So you know, I know with as far as men's, you know, penis size and shape and all of that. Um, first of all, if you're concerned about the size, there's a great chapter in Atomic Attraction that basically says, look, 95% of men fall within pretty much the normal size. So don't get caught up in, yeah. you know, if, if your penis is too small. Uh, it's, it's not. Um, but it doesn't talk about you know, the erect penis often has a, a curve in it or some guys, not, not every guy is just straight, mm -hmm. um, but that can actually work to your advantage. So um, what you're talking about, like you're simulating the G spot, it's on that front wall. So like if you're curved upwards, you're actually in, in like a missionary position going to be really stimulating that area. But if you have a bit of a downward curve, you'd want to she might feel better turn around the other way, like reverse cowgirl or doggy style, because that way she's, you're stimulating that area. Um, if you're left or right, then you might, you know, turn it into a different position, but um, that can actually really work to your advantage as far as stimulating the, the G-spot sensitive area. Oh, that's a good point. That's a good point. What's it called when guys have the, like the 
the side hook is like what's it called peroni's disease yeah peroni's disease is an actual condition and it's yeah it's like i think if it's more than 30 degrees uh uh it's actual you can have a surgery to correct it and uh-huh. you know if you if you do have that issue and it's affecting your sex life yeah talk to a urologist because there is a surgery uh that will that can straighten it out or you could just turn her to the right position to, to, right. Get, the, to get that hook working the or right. you could just <laughs> be the master yeah i I don't know uh i don't don't know what i'm talking about so uh one of the things you wanted to talk about and and we've touched on a little bit but is is on foreplay so what does uh the she comes first book talk about when it comes to foreplay well it talks about we've talked about it some already just establishing that attraction and that excitement and but also that trusting environment that that communication and a little bit of that dominance, like, hey, I'm going to make sure that you have a good time. And, uh, and so, you know, but, but of course, um, kissing, obviously, uh, gets a woman excited, breast stimulation, uh, those all will get blood flow. You know, this is all about blood flow. So for both men and women, so it's circulation to the sex organs that causes the arousal. And so it'll get blood flowing to that area. And for women, um, you know, they start getting wet. They start secreting um, just from kissing and breast stimulation. Uh, There's also erogenous zones like uh, the the hormone oxytocin, okay, is what um, it gives women. uh, Well, it's the hormone that stimulates uh, breast milk when when they're nursing but it also flows when they feel safe. And it's also uh, part of orgasm. And you can actually get a woman's oxytocin going, touching the back of her neck, uh, touching her forearm area. So that kind of touching feels good to her. And it even raises these hormones that start getting her aroused. Oh, that's fascinating. I've always, I mean, I, a lot of these books talk about touch you know, mm-hmm. touching her gently, like leading her and stuff like that. They talk about like, yeah. kissing on the neck. I've always been a neck kisser because I've always found like women just go wild for it. But, uh, but that it, I didn't realize that it releases oxytocin. It does. So like, yeah, if you're on a date and you, you like lead a woman to her seat or, you know, take her to help her sit down, if you just brush the inside of her forearm, that's just a little extra thing you can do to kind of get her, get her hormones flowing. Or maybe for some reason you kind of sweep the side of her neck or, you know, those are good little techniques. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Glover talks about how you should always on a date, try to touch her touch. Yeah. Yeah. It it stimulates those hormones. Yep. Fascinating. Okay. And then, um, and so then you also talked about slightly, but I think we should get into more detail on it on, uh, oral sex techniques because one thing, uh, you hear a lot. I, I've, I've heard this for years is the alphabet technique, you know, where you're supposed to try to do the alphabet with your tongue and stuff like that. But I'm like, that just seems like a lot of work. And, and I know like you're not supposed to just sit there and, and diddle her being there. You know, uh, I'm right, not, it's... I'm not a doctor. I, I'm... <laughs> I'm I know what using... you're talking about. Yeah. That's right. a medical term. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they talk about like, you need to sort of get the whole area Yes. you know, but, uh, I don't know if a lot of guys realize that. I don't know. It's a lot of guys don't even know where the clit is. So they're just like, I'm, I'm just down here guessing. Oh yeah. And, and sometimes <laughs> you get it right. And that's how I was for a long time. You, you, you do. Okay. You know, and sometimes just the willingness to go down on a woman. I mean, I've heard guys who don't want to do it. I'm like, are you crazy? It's great. But, uh, just the willingness to do it and to try means something to her. But when you actually know what you're doing, Oh my God. I mean, and, and I mean, my, I tend to start there once we're, you know, close her off and you're that, because you can, it's a, it's a reliable way to get a woman to orgasm typically is Mm -hmm. with oral sex. Now the book, I don't totally agree with this. It talks about oral sex as being instead of foreplay, he calls it uh, core play, meaning like this is, this is the core of what you're going to do with a woman is oral sex. And that's the main thing you're going to do with her because it is so reliable if you do it right. And yes, I mean, I can see that, but what is, what my experience has been like, once you have that first orgasm orally, 
then with intercourse, she's already aroused and turned on and her, her G-spot's engorged. And then she might have another orgasm from intercourse yeah. or even just from manual stimulation or sometimes when they're in there. So the orgasm phase for a woman, you know, with a guy, you, you, you orgasm and then you go into this refractory phase and like you're done for a while. Yep. <laughs> uh, but and, and as you and I, as we get older, that, that phase lasts a little longer. longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> with a woman, uh, you know, she's still like she'll she'll peak and climax and then she's still in a semi aroused state for a little while. And within a few minutes, like you can get her going again just from like nipple stimulation or, or, or manual stimulation of, of the vagina or even kissing. Some women will orgasm. I actually had this happen once. I, she had orgasm. And then after a couple minutes, I just started uh, stimulating her nipples with, with my tongue. Mm-hmm. And she actually orgasmed from that. Yeah. I had a girlfriend that could orgasm from nipple stimulation. Yeah. yeah. So once you get over that first and they're semi-aroused, man, the, the sky's the limit. Like you can do multiples usually from there. So I usually start with oral, but it, you, you've got to take it slow. I mean, it could take, you know, it, it doesn't sound like long, but it can feel like a long time, like 15, 20 minutes to get her there with this technique that's described in the book. And it goes into great deal t- detail, but I can kind of summarize it. Yeah. And that's where you don't want to rush. You want to take it slow and remind her like, hey, we're having a good time. Just relax. Um, but what you generally want to do is with the tongue, you start, uh, just with the vulva and you're just going up and down those inner lips. Mm-hmm. You don't even get to the clit yet. You're, you're just getting that whole area stimulated. And like you were talking about with Corey Wayne, talking about sort of the two, you know, two steps forward, one step back, or, um, once she's, once the clitoris is aroused and she, she really wants it to be touched, it's kind of fun to stimulate it and then back off a little bit where she's just like begging for it at that point, almost. Right. So you start just by that general stimulation. You then do get to stimulating the, the clitoris with your tongue and it can be up and down. It can be back and forth. There's really no magic to it. I don't necessarily think the alphabet or figure eights or, you know, I mean, <laughs> any variation, but you know, it, it, it gets too complicated sometimes <laughs> just, just the up and down is good. And then what really does uh, make a difference once you, you've done that with your tongue is to, to then use your finger to go to insert. And you might start with one and, and get to that G spot. But what the book recommends, what she comes first recommends is a technique where you end up with two fingers inserted and you've still got your tongue on her vulva and clitoris. So you're literally, it's like your chin is resting in your palm at that point. So you've got simulation coming from inside with your fingers and then outside with your tongue. And that just, just drives her crazy at that point. So it still might take a while though. That's the thing mm-hmm. is, is it could take some time. Um, so you, you, know, you keep up with clitoral stimulation, what they describe in the book with the fingers is what they call a come hither, like you're, like you're, you know, using your finger to direct somebody to come toward you. So you kind of hook them upwards and you're supplying some pressure to the G spot. And then um, if you're doing it right, it, it sounds like, you know, if you, like if you read the book, it, it tells you exactly how to, you're, you're going to get success most of the time. Um, she's going to get to a point where she says, don't stop or, right there or something like that Mm -hmm. and whatever you're doing in that moment keep doing it (laughs) because she's like now getting to that point but i mean even so in that that's like the pre-orgasmic phase where she knows she's she's getting there and whatever you're doing is 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 getting her there but that could still take a few minutes and and so you gotta like I mean, sometimes it, it takes some effort where like, because of the way your neck is <laughs> positioned or your tongue, or you're kind of going, damn, this is hard work. Right, but, right. Don't, <laughs> but when she says, don't stop, don't stop. And then she will get to that place where she says something like, I'm going to come or I'm there. And that's when um, the clitoris often retracts because it's become so sensitive that too much stimulation at that point is like too much for her. It'll retract under the hood. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when 
pressure is usually what does it, what gets her to, over that final. So at that point, you can even stop the strokey. You can just press with your tongue, like a flat tongue and flatten out your fingers and provide pressure from the inside. And then she will just, then it just happens, you know? And so and just like, hold it there. Just hold it. Stop yeah. moving. You don't have to stroke, yeah. just kind of hold it when she says I'm right there. And you, you know, from her breathing and from, I mean, sometimes, you know, secretions and even, I mean, there's female ejaculation. Sometimes you can, you can feel the fluids flowing, mm -hmm. um, you know, she's there. And then it's just a matter of holding that pressure until you blow her mind. Got it. Okay. Taking notes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all laid out in the book and in sure. even more detail. I mean, it talks about number of seconds between tongue strokes and stuff. So if you really want to become a master, this book really lays it out for you. But you can adapt, obviously, to what works for her. And it's not like a one size fits all formula, but it's a good general approach. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, we've already touched on it a little bit. Like, uh, it seems like all women are a little bit different and I did want to ask again. So it, you know, like uh, in that, that Christian green episode that uh, they say that 10 to 50% of women claim to have never received an orgasm. Do they talk about that in this book at all? Yeah, they do. And, and he talks about how, you know, for a lot of women, it's because maybe there was just some discomfort with it, or they just never experimented much themselves and, recommends doing exactly what you did you know try whatever you try a toy try something to see if you can figure it out together um i think the reason why oral sex works so well is because you've got you know the moisture of the tongue plus the pressure and you've got a lot of control over it and, mm -hmm. and you're going right on the areas that you know are, are sensitized um oh i did forget one thing that i want that um that's part of the technique. Um, when, when you're getting her really aroused and maybe she says that don't stop or you're right. She's, she's really feeling good. The book describes something called a gum press where here's the way they describe it. Snarling mm -hmm. your lips like an oh. Elvis Presley kind of snarl. <laughs> okay. And, pr and pressing on the top of the, the clitoris or the hood with your gum with while your you're, gum while you're stimulating from below with your tongue, because you're then providing the pressure and the, and the stroking and stimulation. Okay. And I can tell you when I've, it's not that the easiest thing to figure out, but when yeah. I've, when I've done it right, man, she loves it. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. So that's <laughs> never heard of that before. I've heard of like the, you know, the finger stuff. I, I've heard yeah. about, you know, something like, you know, uh, stimulating the vulva, Never right. heard about pressing my gum. Your upper gum. Yeah. Using your tongue. While using the tongue. So pressure from above and tongue from below. And uh, she loves it. That's some next level there you SEAL go. Team 6 stuff, I think. You're going to start hearing stuff. Like, yeah. Like, like, how did you do that? You know, yeah. what the fuck was that? You're a magician. <laughs> You're going to hear that stuff. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Dr clit master or whatever <laughs> right master. like <laughs> that's right you're gonna get all kinds of nicknames from the ladies that's fascinating i'm gonna i'm gonna have to try that out hey, um yeah. <laughs> so uh okay so so a lot of the book is about oral oral sex then right it, that's right so and it says you know the first part of the book talks about the approach and the technique and says hey don't be tempted to skip to the middle part which is all about the technique like and i do recommend that think about read about kind of your overall approach because appreciating the woman's body and, and the fact that she's kind of a pleasure machine is important and then get into the technique. And then it also talks about, you know, post, post orgasm, um, which at that point, you know, a woman's feeling so good. And, and at that point you want to, you know, caress her, maybe come up and lay on top of her, she wants that, you know, feeling of closeness and safeness, safety. Um, and that's when you might then start stimulating her again and getting her to the next orgasm and the next orgasm. Um, but uh, it, 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 like, again, with, with a woman, I mean, once you get her that past that first one, that, that arousal can last for a long time if you know what you're doing. And then of course, she might start saying things like, okay, now what do you want? And then 
you can have a lot of fun. <laughs> right. Then you win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing that we were going to talk about is uh, male concerns. You talked about penis size a little bit. And uh, yeah, you're right. There is a whole section in the topic attraction where they talk about there was a research study done where they measured like thousands of penises around right. the world. And yeah. they were like, not, yeah, 95% is like, uh, was it five inches? And Between something? five and six. Yeah. Average yeah. is like five and a half erect. And yeah. And so most men fall within that range. And so, yeah. And it's not only like, you know, there's also girth. And so, and most men fall within about the same range as far as like the width. So don't get hung up on that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine it's probably a lot like women's breasts, right? Like right. we've all, we've all experienced big breasts. We've all experienced small breasts. We've all experienced yep. mid-sized breasts and we love them all. That's right. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> they're all great yep. they're i think all great I've, yeah uh so yeah there's no need to be all worked up about your penis size i'm sure it's adequate i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure it's adequate but boys um I'm certain it is and uh and then some guys also have some concern with uh erectile dysfunction or ed yep. uh, is there so i'm a big wrestling fan as uh you know people that watch the channel could tell from my my belts in the background. And it's funny because I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts too. And they, they're almost always sponsored by blue chew, uh, which is, which is like, you know, one of the, you know, myriad of, of Viagra and Cialis, uh, you know, right. Medicines out there for ED. Um, so besides those medications, yeah. Are there other options for men? Well, you know, again, it's all about circulation. So one of the things you want to be sure that you're doing just as a man is, is staying in shape. Um, condition, medical conditions like uh, high blood pressure, diabetes, they can affect your circulation. So be sure that you are actually staying on top of those things because that can actually affect your, your erectile function. Um, you can boost your testosterone by lifting weights. That can help. Um, a ro- you know, ru- I know you run, it's great. Mm-hmm staying in good aerobic shape helps your circulation eating enough protein is important so the recommended amount is um like 0.8 grams per pound of weight per day so for example you know if you weigh 200 pounds you want to eat 160 grams of protein a day it's a lot actually it's a crap load yeah yeah but it it helps build muscle and helps your your testosterone um and then you know the medicines are out there and, you know, erectile dysfunction, it, it's, it's basically defined as anything that, you know, really impacts your, your sex life. I mean, yeah, we all wish to have that rock hard erection all the time. And, and a lot of men, you know, aren't able to always have that, but if it's impacting your sex life and you want to try one of these medications, I mean, they are very available now. Uh, Sildenafil is, uh, generic Viagra and you can order it online. You know, the, you talk to a doctor online and, and you get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it does is it, it helps dilate the blood vessels and helps you have a, a, a better erection. They're not the end all be all. Some guys don't respond to them, but you know, if it is a problem, it might be something to explore. I'm curious. Uh, so I, are you familiar with like, uh, uh over the counter, like supplements, to help with, with that sort of stuff. Yeah. And I've not seen a lot of evidence that those help. Just be careful because, um, you know, some of the, again, it's all about blood flow and dilating uh, the blood vessels. So some of these come with warnings, like you might, you know, pass out or have a drop in blood pressure. The, the prescription meds have that warning too. (laughs) Um, so just be careful with it, but these over the counter things I've, they don't at least have the science that back up the success rate the same way that prescription meds do. So, okay. Cause I, mean, I, I try I, it, but I, I do take a supplement. I'll post the link in the, in the uh, show notes. Cause I can't think of the name of it right now. Uh, but it's just like, it's just libido support and it's got stuff like, I don't know, horny goat weed and uh, some of the other like t- tribulus is in it. I think, you know, stuff yeah, that's supposome- supposed to, Boost yeah, some of those will boost your testosterone. Some, yeah, some of those will raise it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. 
but and then there's also uh prescription testosterone supplements i'm not a huge fan of those just because you you can end up suppressing some of your own natural testosterone yeah um but that's definitely something you would want to talk to your doctor about because some guys do have low testosterone levels naturally and taking a supplement might help or might be necessary if you can't boost it naturally so you know most guys are fine when they test their testosterone levels but you know if you've explored other avenues you can go in and actually get a blood test and see if your your t is low got it yeah uh one book that i read recently was uh the unplugged alpha by richard cooper yeah and uh it's it's, read it but it's it's probably one of the best red pill books i've ever read because you know, if you read like the Rational Mail, uh, which a lot of the Manosphere guys love that book, it's it's so cynical. Like it makes yeah. people, it tends to make guys hate women. Uh, whereas the Unplugged Alpha, I don't think does that. He talks about, you know, women are a certain way and this is how you become a better man to attract women better, you know? But one yeah. of the things he talks about is, uh, I think it's, was it TRT? Is that right? the testosterone yeah. treatment. He talks uh-huh. about how he's, he's on TRT to help boost his testosterone. He says, talk to your doctor about it. Uh, but he says one of the problems with that is that once you start taking that, you basically have to take it for the rest of your life. Yeah. That's what I was referencing when I say it suppresses your own natural testosterone yeah. uh, feedback loop. So your body thinks it's making testosterone. So it shuts down its own and yeah, then you are kind of stuck. Or if you stop, it's going to take a while to build back up your natural. So be sure you know what you're doing before you, you start down that road. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So basically, yeah, Viagra, Cialis, uh, boost your testosterone. Uh, there's some natural ways. And exercise, you know, and that's and good exercise. for lots of reasons, obviously, you know. Oh, sure. Yeah. When I got divorced, uh, th- my, I got divorced back in 2013. I was like 50 pounds overweight. And yeah. I was like, I, I've got to do something about this. It took me a couple of years to finally just get that discipline that I have to go out. I have to run. I have to lift. I do lift weights too. I just don't yeah. post videos of me lifting weights <laughs> on TikTok. It's just because it's too hard to film. Um, yeah. The, the app I use, I think some guys have referenced it on the page is called stronglifts.com. And there's this oh. program called a five by five where you just do five exercises and you you build up five pounds at a time. And it's been great for me because I was never a big weightlifter. Um, but I've, I'm real happy with the results and, uh, I've got to get better about the aerobics. So you got me beat there, but I know you're running half marathons and shit now. So congratulations. I just that's signed up for a marathon in fantastic. November. Yeah. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, those are all good ways to just feel good and, and be more confident. And, you know, that makes all the difference in the world. And I know it's sort of the general principle, right? Just if you want to attract a certain type of person, be that type of person. And that's probably the kind of person you're going to attract. So if you want to attract a fit woman, try to get fit yourself and it's probably going to happen. Yeah, definitely. It's one of the things, one of the themes I I try to impress upon men in the, especially in the TikTok videos is yeah, yeah, you could be overweight and, and attract a hot chick. I mean, it's possible. Women aren't as visually stimulated as men are, but you're fighting an uphill battle. You might as well get to the yeah. gym and, and, and help yourself Absolutely. for sure. Um, yeah. So I have one more question and then I'll, I'll let you go. Uh, Cause I know you're a busy guy, but um, what does being a 3% man mean to you? Ooh. Uh, for me, it means that um, I have the uh, ability, I guess, to, um, enjoy uh relating to a woman in a way that that she's going to enjoy you know that for a long time i i think i i just was um kind of i was very unclear about you know how to approach a woman i'd probably end up because i ended up you know doing some of these things that the book recommends against what your instinct tells you to do that just ended up kind of disappointing them and and that to me it's like well even if I know the book talks about um, a woman's not even going to say or even understand maybe what she's attracted to or what she really wants. And so mm-hmm. it's, to me, it's not game playing to me. It's, it's just learning the rules of the game and playing by those rules. And so 
it's fun for her and me because you you figured it out and you understand it. So I think it's for me, it's about leading a woman into a new fun experience with me. And that could be in and out of the bedroom. Well said. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. Dr. Richard Blaine, eight years, evil medical school. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you, Paul. Dr. Blaine, thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thanks again for reaching out. And you were just a wealth of information. I hope everybody listening got a lot out of it. I sure as hell did. And I hope you guys take some notes. And if you didn't, go back and listen. We're going to have this up forever unless someone cancels me like they did with my TikTok account. But I digress. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.